Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times. And we'll try to post something every day, usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. Yesterday was a tremendous day of grace for the Archdiocese of Detroit as we ordained at our cathedral, Blessed Sacrament, uh, a great friend, a brother, a tremendous disciple of our Lord Jesus to the transitional diaconate. He'll be ordained a priest, good Lord willing, uh, roughly about this time next year. And as great a day as it was, it was also uh, kind of an eerie preview, perhaps, of what is to come. So here was this grand event, which up until just a few days ago was only going to be held with about five people, simply because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Archbishop graciously has allowed churches to open back up. We can put them at about 25% capacity, keeping all the social distancing in place and masks and whatnot. So there were about 200 people there for this brother Ryan's ordination. And as I looked out from the sanctuary into the congregation, it was just odd, almost a foreshadowing. Maybe not. Who knows? Only God knows. But it was a a mostly empty church. And it it was that more than the fact that people were sitting there wearing masks, which really struck me. I don't know what's going to happen when uh, states open back up and people are allowed to come back to Mass and somewhat return to normal. Here in the Archdiocese of Detroit, the obligation to attend Sunday Mass has been um, dispensed from until Labor Day. Certainly those who are uh, in those categories where they're higher at risk because of the pandemic, they're encouraged to stay home. And no one really knows who's going to come back. And so as I was thinking of this man who was being ordained and looking out at this somewhat small crowd there, I kept thinking, what a fitting image for us as we slowly begin to emerge back into the world as disciples of Jesus. And maybe a correction for some of us too. So here we all were gathering to celebrate this man's ordination. And in the past, I think sometimes we look at ordinations and we kind of watch and we see those men as those are the ones whom the Lord is sending out into the world. But that's not really true. Those are the ones that the Lord's called to himself so as to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Often in the church, we've had this backward idea that the priests and the deacons and Maybe the two and a half staff people, which is the average who work in a parish, they do the work. And the rest of us, I don't know, we just try to get through the day and live a good life and try to be holy and whatever. But that's not true. The task of the ordained and then of the, the staff who collaborate with them, serve alongside them, is to pour into those lay faithful who belong to the parish so that they can do the work which is uniquely theirs 
and I guess this is hitting me because as I was looking out at this church and thinking of this man who just was given the authority to preach the gospel and to proclaim God's word and to break open the scriptures, I thought to myself, I don't know how many people you're going to have a chance to speak to in the next number of months because I think what we're looking at in the cathedral might be a preview of our churches, 25% full, and for who knows how long. But the rest of us, we're going into a world which more and more and more is anxious, fearful, lonely, discouraged, depressed. All the statistics are showing this. And so it becomes all the more urgent for all of us as disciples of Jesus to make sure that as we go back out into the world, we're not expecting someone else to do the work of sharing the gospel. We'll recognize that's our task, all of ours, as beloved sons and daughters of the Father. I keep thinking of the passage in Matthew 5 where Jesus says, you are the light of the world. And the image he uses there is a a hand lamp. I have one of those little brass lamps. You know, maybe you've seen uh, Ebenezer Scrooge in an illustration in Charles Dickens' book, you know, walking around carrying one of these lamps with a little hook on it that you put your finger in. That's the image Jesus uses. That's the word. You are the light of the world. In other words, you and I are little hand lamps, and the Lord wants to pick us up each day, and he wants to walk with us into the various rooms of this world, his world, which he loves, which he wants back. Sometimes he's going to bring us into uh, our dining room as a family, or into our kitchen, or into our living room, or into the backyard, or out in the neighborhood, or in our office, or in a doctor's office, or wherever we may be. But as we go back into somewhat of normalcy, please God, sooner or later, perhaps mindful of the fact that the crowds aren't going to be coming to church We're going to be going to the crowds. Let's ask the Lord very intentionally each day, pick me up, Lord, and use me. Bring me into those rooms, those places where darkness is strong, and let your light, the light that scatters the darkness, the the light that scatters anxiety and loneliness and depression and fear, let that shine forth from me. By my life, my actions and by my words. So let's continue to pray for one another, all the more so as we draw near to the great feast of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit will descend in power upon all of us and that we will let the light of Jesus shine forth out of us somehow by his grace, all the more so into the lives of those who most need it. God bless you. Do not be afraid. God is with you. You were born for this.